Good afternoon, this is Bill Young, and welcome to Prayer and Lunch Podcast. Today is uh, December 5th, 2018, and I'm praying from a little book called Christ Comes Anew, a daily reflections on the 2018 Advent Mass Readings. And uh, today's topic title is Moving Towards the Future on this Wednesday, December 5th. Before I start uh, reading from this little booklet, uh, I have to first, I guess, recap what's going on in my life. Uh, first, I apologize by starting a little bit late uh, on this uh, Advent season. I, uh, just to tell you my technical difficulties, First, uh, my uh, monitor <laughs> died on my computer, on my uh, desktop. Then uh, I said, okay, let me go to my laptop, which I haven't used in a while. And all of a sudden, that laptop wasn't working correctly. It was just making these crazy alarm noises. I don't know what happened. Maybe it was in the sun too much in the car when I had it in there, or something went definitely wrong. So I could not do any recording. So. God willing, my son was here last night, helped us, and he gave me his monitor screen so I could actually do the recordings. He couldn't help me with the laptop. He says that's a bigger issue. So, and so he, here I am today. Uh, also, on this this topic, this first of all, I don't know if you've probably heard me before, and those who have it, I don't believe in any coincidences. So we call them God coincidences. God has a reason for me be doing this specifically this Wednesday moving towards the future from this book and uh, I will record the previous days so. uh, but for today I'm going to do this because I had this rosary beads from Israel and uh, for some reason I guess that the little cord where the, the cross was broke so the cross uh, uh, came off the rosary beads. So I have a rosary beads without a cross. And that's just happened recently. The good news, uh, the gentleman who was selling these uh, artifacts from Israel, uh, I believe uh, last week or the week before that, uh, I got a new rosary beads from Israel with the cross, which I'm using. So that's great. So the question of the day that came to me, well, what do I do with this rosary bead? without the cross. You can't throw a rosy bead that's blessed away in the garbage. So originally I had this uh, rosy bead over I had a picture in my bedroom of Jesus and I put the rosy bead over that. Well I wasn't going to do that because it doesn't have a cross. But then it came to me and it just like you know Jesus for the Holy Spirit he guides us. And I said, well, what happens if I put it over my Divine Mercy picture? And now, those of you who don't know the, the history of that, that picture, uh, it was, uh, I think, a few years back, maybe three years back, I went to Avain Marie University for a conference, for a weekend conference. And uh, Father Chris uh, Aguilar, uh, they were selling these uh, to my mercy uh, pictures for twenty dollars, and I said, "Father, 
I only have ten dollars, so he took the ten dollars. But and so I took this picture home with me. And but then the strange thing happened to me, and this is the crazy part. <laughs> so those of you have heard this before, I apologize, but I could look like the eyes were following me, going left, going right. To me, I was kind of a little scared. It was. Is this picture alive? So uh, that was back in the time. This was maybe about a year ago. So for uh, about a year and a half, I was getting these. Uh, I I thought there were signs, and there could still be signs. I would like to uh, talk to maybe a theologian, <laughs> and I have someone in mind so, who just uh, transferred to St. David's. But anyway. For a year and a half, I was getting these, uh, I call them like a triangles from leaves. So even uh, it happened uh, one time in my garage, all the way in by the door. It's a little chair we put there to put our shoes on. The garage door was open, and right by my feet, I could see a little wind, like a, in a spiral, like almost a tornado type of little wind. <laughs> and I see these leaves of uh, flowers. I think it was the leaves going in circles, and I was just sitting there in awe, to be honest with you. And then it stopped, and again it landed as a triangle, or I call it the Trinity. And so this kept happening. Even a week before the tragic uh, incident, I was in uh, Orlando visiting my son. He was living there at the time, going to school. And uh, so. One time, I was uh, waiting for my wife in an open mall. It was an open mall. Just sitting there, and I saw these pretty little birdies. Again, came into a triangle, or the Trinity. So, uh, I took a picture of that, and I uh, see if I can find all the pictures I have of that and uh, repost it. And uh, so, even one time, Oh, two times. One time at St. David's uh, 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 Catholic Church in Davie, Florida, we would, uh, after our Legion of Mary uh, meeting on Fridays, we would put uh, the rosary beads that were made by the uh, uh, beautiful ladies of uh, Legion of Mary uh, in the different uh, doors of uh, St. David's Catholic Church. So one time I was doing that, helping putting the, uh, the rosaries uh, into the different doors. So I'm going to one section and then crossing uh, by the altar, the front of the altar, to the next section. And again, I saw this, this right in the middle, of front of the altar, three leaves in a triangle. So God definitely wanted my attention. Uh, another time, I was at uh, St. Maximilian Colby in the uh, Pember Pines, Florida. And when I go to the St. Max, I always uh, sit in the left hand of the side of the church, right, like maybe the second or third row. So I was sitting there that, that one mass because uh, probably I was uh, working early in the day and I had to go, that, oh, I had to go to six o'clock mass that evening. So I noticed right where the, the carpet was by the door, Again, these, these uh, three little leaves in the shape of a triangle 
or in my case, I think it was the Trinity, the sign of the Trinity, but that's, I guess, to be determined. <laughs> and, uh, but then come communion, I noticed all these people about to walk <laughs> right on top of this, because it's in a way of getting your communion, you had to go right to the side, almost near the door where the carpet was, where these leaves were. So I was saying, oh no, should I try to get those leaves? Should I? I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> now, I'm having a conversation, so you may think I'm crazy. Thinking to myself, well, maybe I should get those, get those leaves before the people, you know, step on them. Because in my mind, God himself, the Holy Spirit, place these leaves for me to see. So people were going to communion. Oh, and then it came to me, you know, we, we all have this inner voice. And uh, you could call it the Holy Spirit, you could call it Jesus. I don't hear it in another voice. I just hear it as, you know, part of your thoughts. And it comes from, the, you know, sometimes you know it's not really from you because you would have never thought this. And this is one of the instances. So, before that, I was struggling, should I try to get those leads and save them from being trampled on? So then what came to me, what came to me at that very moment, was again this inner voice saying, do not worry, my son, for the leaves themselves are discarded and have no value. But you and those who are with you do have value. So I left them and the people went to communion. And then when I came back, I saw two of the original leaves and, and something else there. I'm not sure if it was a leaf or a flower in a different situation. So even though everyone stepped on them and moved them around, it still was, it was there and it moved and another piece of the, of the puzzle <laughs> of the three was there. So, you know, God has a ways of, uh, of moving things around. Now, getting to why this picture is so important. I was struggling, and I, I'm still going to ask, hopefully, my theologian friend that uh, maybe he could give light to me what its meaning was. The inner meaning, which to me was the Holy Spirit, came to me and I did a podcast on it. And it's as simple as like uh, one of uh, Michael Gately books that we're going to be doing next is three in one. So, yes, we have three gods, but they are one. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so what came to me at that time was that wherever Jesus is, so is the Father. And the son. Because if, if you notice, when uh, Jesus was talking to God on a mountain, for example, uh, with his apostles, Jesus was there. But not only Jesus was with him, but so was the Father. And that happened uh, multiple times. So Jesus, wherever he is, so is the Father. And we have to say, and so is the Holy Spirit, because once 
he breathes the Holy Spirit on everyone. That is the way that is communicated to us. That's why when uh, you hear, and it's so many, it's also so true, where uh, the priest in the homily or uh, just talking to you, the Dozen will look at you and say something, and it, it seems like it was meant for me directly. Well, you know, the homily uh, is for, you know, the multiples of, you know, those in, in the whole church, the hundreds of people, right? But then you feel, wow, sometimes God talks you through the priest or even other individuals. And um, so, you know, not to, to humble yourself to say, well, am I deserving of this? <laughs> no, believe me. I always consider myself the least of the least. And those around me, I am just humbled to be around. So God picks the least. Certainly, if I've been chosen or not to be talking to you at all, am I deserving of it? No. Am I a sinner? Yes. I love Jesus. I trust in Jesus. And I tell everyone that I am just the instrument of the Holy Spirit through Mary who we consecrate ourselves uh, over two years ago and keep doing it every year on the Lady of Fatima. So through Mary, through Jesus and the Holy Spirit and God the Father, you know, he's part of the equation. So that's what I stated in this in this podcast after, you know, praying about it and said, Lord, I, I don't understand what, what is this? What I know you're trying to tell me something, but what are you trying to tell me? So the, the best that I came up with was about the three and one. And wherever Jesus is, so is the Father and the Holy Spirit. And that's when this picture, remember I told you about the picture of divine mercy. Jesus, I trust in you, that I got from Father uh, Chris Aguilar. And uh, smiled after I did that podcast. It was like about uh, 3 o'clock in the morning. So it was late. The Divine Mercy could be either 3 o'clock p.m. or 3 o'clock a.m. And so it smiled at me. And not only that, and this is a little strange, you kind of like brush it off, but it happened. You know, now they have a TV show uh, about uh, God uh, followed me on, I guess, Facebook. Well, someone on Twitter, my Twitter account, don't even know who he was, never heard from him again. But at that one moment, he liked when I posted on Twitter. He and, the, and the title of his Twitter account, the handle was Father Almighty. Now, after telling you all that story, how does that relate? Well, going back to the coincidence of... Uh, of today, Wednesday, December uh, 5th, that I I couldn't do it before that because first, <laughs> my monitor wasn't working, then my laptop wasn't working, so I wasn't working, basically, I couldn't do anything. And so, uh, this part, the rosary, the missing piece of the cross. What does that mean? Because God always speaks to us the question of the day, are we listening? So there is a meaning for that. 
So again, I, I put it on the picture, and I'm going to post it for you, of Divine Mercy. And this, this topic, which I'm going to be reading in a second, moving toward the future. So what is the future? We all pray, and if we are here, then Jesus, and we know Jesus will be coming back. He said he's with us all the time, so he is here with the Spirit. Through the Holy Spirit, he is here with us until the end of time. He proclaimed that in the Gospel of our Lord, so I'm not making things up. So he definitely is here. And the big question is, God alive? Yes, God is, is alive and is here present with us. All the time, until the end of time. But one one day after the world, the world is over, and he'll come back in his physical form. Because right now it's through the spirit, it's not his physical form. He will come back. And the question I was thinking, well, is it sacrilegious to put a rosary on top of a, a picture of our Lord that does not have a cross? And what does that mean moving forward when Jesus comes back to earth? We don't need the crosses anymore. He will be here with us. I mean, this on a, on a human content, as a human being, if God gives me the same gift of dying on a cross, when I come back, do I want to see all these crosses to remind me I died on that cross? As a human being, I would say no. He also has the God aspect, so it could be totally different. I could be off on that. But there's a point about it's not going to be the cross when he comes back. To me, and again, it's, it, uh, you guys can make comments. And I'm always willing to listen to the comments. Am I off on this topic? Maybe. Maybe not. So, let's go to it. So, I'm reading from a book called Christ Comes Anew, Daily Reflections on 2018 Advent Mass Readings. And it's for Wednesday, December 5th, which is today. So, the Lord uh, put all this together for me. He does that all the time through the Holy Spirit. And uh, they have two uh, Bible readings. It says, Isaiah 25. 6 through 10a and Matthew 15 chapter 15 29 and 37 and uh, the Matthew one is basically talking about the crowd and he did not want to send them away hungry so that was the, the miracle of the loaves and the fish and where everyone was fed from a couple of fish and six loaves and it fed a multitude over I think thousands and thousands of people. It was over like 3,000 people, a lot of people. So, uh, so, but it's more about Jesus and this called pity or compassion for the people. So let's read this. Advent finds us comfort in the Trinity, the Trinity, I'm sorry, of the past. Tucked in, over it, put it away. Get it with the future. Christians present possesses the future because that it is where God intends to meet us once again. So we must always look ahead, not back. Trust, not fear. 
For the Christians, their indispensable slogan must always be, Our best days are before us. Christians' hope is meant to guide you into the place where you have not yet been and into becoming the person that you have not yet become. This is a radical dimension of the Christian faith and is not content with the notion of Christianity celebrating the things that are or worse still Christianity celebrated things that we imagined them once we have been. And this is uh, written by uh, Peter J. Gomez, The Strength of the Journey. And the main uh, uh, meaning of this, how is my hope leading me to the encounters with God in my prayers and in actions? And it states here uh, in the bottom, the Greek's word for Jesus feels the crowd translated for pity, which is unfortunately today usually means to feel sorry for someone. It is much closer to our sense of compassion. A strong emotion reacts felt deep within or as we would say, in our guts, in response to someone else's difficulty or suffering. And it's in the news all the time. Uh, last night, I was uh, watching uh, Nightline, and the topic for that night uh, was the Venezuelans, for those who are suffering. They are starving to death. And they showed uh, these mothers taking some of the children. Some of them that were so sick, they would just die of hunger. And they, they brought them to uh, Colombia. And uh, from Venezuela, so they walked. And uh, some of them took buses, some took buses and then were walking across the bridge. Uh, the bridge from Venezuela to Colombia. So it's an ongoing crisis. They need food. They need health care. We need to be compassion for these people, for the crowds that are hungry. So let's pray, our Lord Jesus, that as you fed the hungry of the fish and the bread for those thousands, for that you alone could do the same fish and bread for those who are starving in Venezuela. Please, Lord, I beg of you, be compassionate, not pity, but compassionate for your people in Venezuela and those other South American countries that are needed to be fed. We need to take more responsibility. I know the government in Venezuela, I don't think, wants America help, but we need to help anyway. Maybe, this maybe, we could, through planes, drop food for the people. This maybe. I don't think Venezuela government would 
try to shoot down our planes if we were brought bringing food to the people. So I pray, our Lord, for a miracle. The miracle to feed the hungry, just like how you did that in Matthew 15, 29 and 37. So take those little loaves of bread that they have left. The two little fishes for the multitude of thousands and thousands. These may be millions. I don't know how many are there. I am sure those here in this country or from, from Venezuela would be happy to help those who are back home to starving. So I pray, our Lord, that we'll do something. Maybe from the Archdiocese of Miami. If someone's uh, listening to this, if we haven't done it, and I hope we will, first advertise it that you want us to deliver, give food or uh, products uh, through the Archdiocese. With Thomas Winsky, our bishop. May he hear from our Lord and be reminded of the loaves and fish story. And Jesus is asking him to gather the loaves, to gather the fish and the food for those thousands of starving to death. Because we cannot sit around. We're eating our full. We're eating our fill. We can't even eat anymore. We have leftovers that we throw away in the United States and here in South Florida. And myself. We have to throw away food from leftovers that you can't even eat. We had so many leftovers for Thanksgiving. We ate it, some of it, like three or four days. And it was still leftovers. <laughs> it was like the multitudes of the fish. We can't eat it all. So please, please, those who are listening to this podcast, find out from your local church. Ask them how we could help those in Venezuela and the other countries where they are starving. I pray this for our Mary. And let's do a Hail Mary. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Now, our Father, for the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, it is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. God bless you all. And also, I will do a separate recording to backdate so that Christ comes anew. The daily reflections on 2018 Advent Mass readings. Amen to all of you. And God bless you.